Hello and welcome to another episode of Think Fit Be Fit. My name is Jen Schwartz. Thank you so much for being here. Today's episode is about exercise that is aligned with the nervous system. This is a concept that I will be sharing with all of my clients and it is a part of my course called movement pathways and this course is for people who do not want previous injuries to interfere with their workouts and their longevity and longevity is a side effect of good exercise and healthy habits one of the main things that we miss in general about maintaining or achieving longevity is the care of our nervous system. It is overlooked in pretty much all aspects of medicine, except for maybe chiropractic. Um, It is such an important piece of how your body works, how the muscles, how the nerves all conduct interactions and communications to move us to keep our skeleton together and uh, keep your brain and functioning at a really high level so we really have to take a, a moment to look at this system and how we can align our exercise to the health of the system this is also a really good follow-up to the science of you episode which I published on February 24th, 2020. So exercise that is aligned to the health of the nervous system. This requires two things that we must understand, that the health of the nervous system matters. As I said, it directs everything that we do and anything that interrupts the prime directive of the nervous system can cause uh, dampened communication and I guess compensations of the muscular system which can cause chronic injuries or bring you know the cycle of an old injury back into your exercise even well after it's been healed or you've been cleared to exercise or play sports again. So the health of the system matters because that's the thing that's going to help you bounce back, be resilient, and manage the the load that is on your system. So we have to understand that and we have to uh, take care of it. And that can be with nutrition, sleep, uh, practices that are helping your body unload, like floating, like meditation, like playing music and being creative, like exercise and strength training. The other thing we got to understand is focusing on the right things. So if we if if we want to get out of a cycle of pain, injury and bad exercise, we have to focus on teaching the brain and to like reset and help the muscle system uh, release the tightness. So that is a. almost like a mental practice as well. So it's a top-down approach to understanding how thoughts and beliefs are extremely important to the outcome 
of our exercise. And here's the last big thing to go into this podcast with. Stretching is not the answer for taking care of your muscles and nerves. It's just such a small part and we have to get away from, oh, this hurts. I need something to touch and stretch this thing that hurts, this part that hurts. When you don't even understand the part that is uh, barking or yelling at you. Sorry, I get a little fired up about that one. Um, So stretching is not the answer. Think about it like this. What if muscle tightness and the muscle tightness that we are chasing is related to the preserving of the health of a nerve? So the muscle tightness is trying to preserve the health of the nerve. It's a compensation perhaps. What if the stretching just doesn't help at all and because it's not helping the health of the nerve so and what if joint degeneration and the arthritic changes were directly linked to the health and protection of a nerve think about that stretching is not the answer like it has to be something a bit a a lot more holistic and uh, if it were the answer um we would have much less musculoskeletal problems in the exercise and orthopedic health world. And to start addressing this and like reconditioning my clients, I use two strategies. One is called a top-down, and I already mentioned it, which is the thoughts and beliefs that are really important to the outcome of your exercise. So how you, uh, how you view your body, your body view matters. So that's a top-down approach. We have to recondition and condition ourselves to uh, learn about how the muscles and nerves and chemicals in our body interact when we are in pain, when we are in pain and when we have stress. Then we have the bottom-up approach, which is what most of us are kind of aiming to do with exercise and stretching and whatever exercises. The bottom-up approach is addressing uh, how the muscles and the nerves interact. That's what rehab exercise should be trying to do instead of release and tighten, in my opinion. So what we're going to do in the bottom-up approach is use a system that addresses the health and the flow of the nerves. It starts with neurotargeted exercise. And so this is where the neuro-aligned exercise comes into the, com- the, uh, the, the strategy, the approach. So the top-down target strategy targets the thoughts and beliefs. The bottom up strategy targets the sensors in your tissues that alert your brain about the health of the tissues and the environment that you are currently in. So what that means is if we're getting ready to exercise, our brain kind of can predict that we're in the gym and that we need to focus on these things. But we have to take this extra step to prepare the body for exercise so that there are no surprises in the gym. So I have old knee injuries and um, some neck stuff and jaw stuff that I need to address before I do my lifts. And 
my exercise approach, the bottom-up approach, are exercises that target how well these areas are communicating and how how good my muscle system is at generating force in that area. I know when I am doing squats, I need to I need to know that my knee hamstring tendons are ready to go. And that's what that means. So these are the exercises that I'm teaching in Movement Pathways, precisely the exercises that we are working on. Okay, so what is neuro-aligned exercise? It is training your body mindfully with the mind and brain in mind. <laughs> and the mind and the brain being two different things. I'll get into that in a second. It is what the most thoughtful and advanced and precise trainers know. And that is how to align the exercise to what your body can adapt to. How to align the exercise to what your body can adapt to. In RTS, they call this uh, micro progressions. And your body can only essentially like microscopically adapt to the exercise or the stress at what's going on. This type of exercise wisdom comes from knowing how the body works. That's why you're here to think fit, be fit. So we can dive into these uh, wonderful anatomy topics. And real knowledge of the body is actually hard to come by, in my opinion. It takes years of working with people and studying anatomy and physical forces to actually discuss exercise on an intellectual level, which honestly I can only do with a select group of people. Most trainers cannot discuss exercise with me on an intellectual level. I'm not gonna drop mic drop because <laughs> I need the mic to talk to you guys. Anyways, um, one of the most advanced courses I've taken for exercise from a uh, gentleman, um, Jacques of Myotopia, it was on the subject of how to design exercise with the nervous system in mind. So essentially, I'm a small. I'm, we're doing a small little piece of that today. We're really, um, and what I learned is that this can happen when we're training the body mindfully with the mind and the brain, and the mind and brain being like separate things. So, or two different things, not separate. Let that sink in. At this point in the course, he then takes us on this journey of an expanded definition of the mind, an expanded definition of the brain, and an in-depth look at exercise's effects on each, because in his hypotheses, these are separate, um, these are two different entities. They work together, obviously, you know, they kind of share the same body energetically, right, and physically, but it's a, it's a truly expanded definition of what we think of, of our brain and our mind, and it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing, and it's so helpful to ap appreciating the details of how medicinal and magical exercise can be. So... If we are sharing the science, we will have more choice in what we believe. Hmm. Does that make sense? Sharing the science. We can have more choices in how we view our body. So making decisions about your body with the wrong assumptions or facts is likely 
going to lead to mismanagement of your body and mismanagement of your fitness, which the exact which is the exact opposite of what we're trying to do here and the exact opposite of intentional exercise. So I'm taking a quote from Tom Purvis. So forget what you believe about exercise. It's all on the inside. Have you ever thought of a map being a reduction of complexity? So if you nav if you're trying to navigate a terrain, it's not going to be accurate if you're making decisions from just a map. The map and the territory are not the same thing as, and this is kind of how I see exercise. Exercise instruction being guided by external motions, external information, external motivations like your watch or, you know, the, uh, the external stimula, stimuli. And then, you know, a quick example of that is watching a squat to learn squat rather than observing the hip, knee, ankle motions individually before putting it all together. If you don't know what's on the inside, you're reducing your body to a very simple organism, just like looking at a map when you're trying to move around Alaska, which I tried to do in 2019. And <laughs> um, anyways... Um, the good news is that you don't need years of education to make better exercise decisions. You need to see your process as layers of self-development, which equals years of productivity. Here are the principles that make up neuro-aligned exercise. These are five concepts that we go into a little depth in movement pathways, and I provide a lot of wonderful education resources to help you on this uh, journey of having more choices in the view of your body and sharing the science. The first concept is brain plasticity and metaplasticity. The second concept is called the Hebb's principle, the neurons that fire together, wire together. The third principle, you are the placebo effect, which is imaginary versus actual experience. Interesting, I love that topic. The fourth concept is regulating emotions. The fifth one is mindset and taking feedback. And so let's quickly go into these five concepts. The brain plasticity and metaplasticity should be at the top of everyone's list for why they exercise. So the concept of brain plasticity and metaplasticity is essentially the ability to upgrade your brain. And that gives us a lot of advantages. So if we can be good at changing, we are creating metaplasticity. And we are creating a more flexible brain, a more flexible nervous system which is something I mentioned with the allostatic load and how to change that. So if by, by upgrading our brains, we, are, we can learn faster, pick up new skills, adapt to changes quickly, build a competitive advantage in any situation, and this can happen at any age, young and old. And that is the biggest change in the last 30 years of how we approach our bodies. And 
in exercise, this means we consist consistently can change how our body moves and feels in a moment's notice. For pain relief, for tightness relief, this means everything. So we, I could honestly talk about the chemicals that create this, uh, how our body can fortify cre and create robust connections. I could talk about this for a while, and we're not going to, but this can be found in, of course, the course movement pathways. Our second principle, <clears throat> Hebb's principle, neurons that fire together, wire together. This is so cool. And this is what we see in muscle activation techniques over and over and over again uh, with muscle compensations and um, how the body rearranges itself essentially around injuries. So the main one of the prime directives of the nervous system is to protect your body it is such a good alarm system and part of that alarm system is creating a strategy for your body to move despite old injuries and trauma and the the stress that we encounter every day so the hebs principle is neurons that fire together wired together and there are a whole cascade of events that rewire how the brain operates just to protect you. This is also uh, if you're in your office and five people around you are negative, you're going to be the sixth. And this is kind of uh, in that why that happens. So it can happen physically, it can happen chemically, it can happen, uh, you know, in our social settings, in our behaviors. And of course, with old injury and the rewiring of the brain map, which I love talking about, Rui and I talked about it several times on a few podcasts from in 2019. So uh, moving on, the third principle, you are the placebo effect. And this is broken down into imaginary versus actual experience. So your brain, your neocortex uh, does not cannot distinguish between real experience, like touching something, and you thinking about touching something. Uh, I mean, this can, this is, this could be an argument for why video games can help us deal with the world better or create all kinds of bad habits. What's important to know is that the stress response can happen with imaginary stress and like your body doesn't know the difference between a big stress and a little stress and also stress makes smart people do dumb things Whew. mri studies have shown us over and over again that like an mri is not the best diagnostic tool but however if we have this um experience that we see something in an mri and we know that it's bad for us, guess what happens? That whole thing gets worse because we're focusing on how it's gotten worse, you know, and that we're, we're having these scary conversations with ourselves over and over again. That can make the whole problem worse. It can actually make the injury worse. And that's what you need to know. So you have to decide for yourself what the outcome is going to be because again your brain does not know the difference between imaginary and actual experience that's insane next one 
regulating emotions. So whatever attitudes, problem solving, or coping strategies and behaviors are part of an experience are being practiced and therefore trained. That's from the course that I mentioned, uh, Myotopia. So this is obviously a huge conversation. Um, I had a, you know, we can talk about trauma, we can talk about uh, how you love your body in the gym or how you hate your body in the gym because all of these things matter as far as prepping your body for quality exercise. The fifth one, mindset and taking feedback. So this has to do with feeding the metaplasticity. We have to be objective. This is where the science comes in. This is where our body view comes in. This is where our attitudes about growth and learning come in and also a huge topic. So here's what I'll leave you with guys um, and gals. One huge but when it comes to exercise Stress changes everything. You don't get the benefits of being uh, fully aligned in your exercise intentions, actions, and like the mechanics of your exercise. You don't get those benefits if your body's not properly prepared in the muscles, the brain, and the mind. So even people like uh, my partner, Yusuf, he has very little injury in his body. But he's not going to get the results as fast is it if he doesn't line these things up properly, even in that scenario. And I've seen it. Like he could be doing better things. He could be preparing his body better. I know this. <laughs> um, we might have just – I might have just triggered myself. Anyways, I'm going to move on from that. So uh, – but this can also happen in – when we have – are old injuries. So your body can respond negatively to the best exercises if you are not um, in the right mindset, if you are not regulating your emotions. Your body can create maladaptions to exercise if you believe that this exercise doesn't help. And you can create maladaptions in your body if you don't have the right information, like HIIT exercise is supposed to be great um, for everyone and super effective, but it does the exact opposite for women if they're in the wrong part of their cycle. It creates muscle loss and it like accelerates the aging process. Like what? So we need um, to go into exercise with good information. And so that's part of aligning exercise. our nervous system to our actual exercise. Um, the other thing, you know, again, we don't get these, we don't get the benefits of exercise if there's too much stress. And I can go into what that means on the acute level, like the pathways of cortisol and adrenaline, or we could talk about that chronically, which we did in the science of you, which is the high allostatic load. And if you have a high allostatic load on your body, every time you work out, you're increasing that load and you're making your body, uh, you know, create maladaptions and therefore you're doing the opposite of what you're intending to do, which is a waste of time and a waste of money. And obviously, I cannot stand that. It just drives me crazy. Um, I just think we deserve better. I think that 
when we have old injuries, we need another option. We need a way to connect to our exercise, connect to how our body um, is designed to feel good. And we're not even aware of that possibility in most situations. We're not aware of how good and strong we are designed to be. Okay, so I got everything that I wanted to get in here. And one of the um, main things is that this, I just went into a very brief synopsis of these concepts. If you want to know more, if you want to connect deeper, if you want to activate your muscles, upgrade your exercise, you need movement pathways. We, this episode will air after the course in Alexandria, Virginia in March. However, uh, this is available online. Um, the pricing is still low. Uh, right now, it's about $300 or $350 for the whole entire course. And it's well over, um, it's hours and hours of content on how to apply these amazing concepts about science, anatomy, and physiology to your body and how to stay injury-free for not for the long term as a process, as a journey, and as a way to increase your longevity and increase your um, how much you can appreciate your body. I, I love the word gratitude for this because once you have an injury and that you can't do stuff, like you're, you're missing out on life, whether that's gardening, whether that's uh, playing music or lifting weights or sports or running, if you know what it feels like to miss out, how can you not have gratitude when all these things come together and harmonize your body with how well it's designed to feel like how how strong it is and how quickly the body can change it's an amazing alignment it's an sorry it's an it's an amazing alignment to have and it's something i really hope to bring to you as a teacher as a coach as even at a distance if you can't come in and be my client i really want to provide this as a um, online course and in this podcast thank you so much for listening i truly appreciate uh, being able to do this podcast and share all these wonderful ideas and philosophies that help my clients see an incredible change in their body i believe you i believe in you and your body and how strong it is have a great week